episode two of the Don Talks podcast. I'm your host, Donovan Young, and I am, I'm just surprised um, because I never thought, I never thought that I would stick this thing out and see an episode two. So, you know, recently I've been feeling really motivated to record these and get them out. Um, I definitely have not been drawing attention to this podcast like I should have. I've been throwing all the attention to the Maritime podcast, which, I mean, of course, that is definitely the main one that I want to throw all my time and energy into. But the fact that I have a co-host makes it kind of hard because I can't just record solo episodes of that. I could, but it'd be weird because I just feel like I do much better with another person. But um, I can... I feel like with this one, I have creative control over the topics and, you know, a lot of things, because the other podcast is, like, 50-50 equal, you know, like, we both share topics and everything else that we want to do, so, you know, it's, it's just something, and I feel like I'm just spending the first half of this thing promoting my other podcast, so let me not do that right now, I will do that later, um, so we're gonna jump into music here, and, um, I gotta say, I've been listening to a lot of Epica, I've been listening to a lot of Tulip, and I've been listening to a lot of The Devil Wears Prada, the zombie EP too, and, you know, man, there's just, there's so much to say here, so I guess I can start it off with, uh, so first and foremost, I've been listening to The Zombie EP 2, which is definitely the heaviest thing that I feel like they've Devil Wears Prada has brought to the table um, album-wise or EP-wise, I guess Um, for the simple fact that they've been from what I hear, I haven't been listening to them too much because I've heard that they are that they have been going in a different direction with their musical sound like um, now don't get me wrong I have no I have no problem with people introducing clean vocals into you know if you're a heavy band and you introduce clean vocals I, you know honestly I think that that shit works I think that you can positively combine that into your music if you were just straight non-clean vocals and if you can make that work I feel like more power to you and I have listened to a few songs that they've put out with the clean vocals and it's not too bad like it's not that bad it's not it's not asking Alexandria bad you know they're not trying to be fucking hipsters or anything like that like they're just literally making the music that they want to make and it is fantastic that they're doing that um and I I don't know like like I said I don't hate the new sound that they've come up with I just have not been as interested as I was when I was younger when the zombie EP first came out Um, because when that came out I gotta tell you that changed my whole perspective on what bands were capable of putting out because a fucking EP about a zombie apocalypse is the coolest thing in the world you know to especially to a young person that's listening to that music at the time so for that to be a thing when I was really, really, really into post-hardcore music, I gotta say, man, I <laughs> I lost my shit. I had that thing on blast. Revive being one of my favorite songs off of that old uh, Zombie EP album. EP, sorry. Um, and I actually 
went as far as learning that on the piano the end part the we cannot survive like that man I, jesus christ it was so good it, it, there was and like to me that was just like the only thing i needed in my life was that fucking ep and then you know fast forward me being a fucking adult i get blessed with a zombie ep too now this thing isn't new i'm not gonna even front like it's brand new this thing did come out oh it, i'm sorry it's new but it's not super recent like it's been out a while um and i actually didn't even like it's not like i was keeping tabs on the devil wars product because i haven't really i've kind of lost touch with the band so i believe i found out on instagram that they did this i saw a clip of forlorn which i believe it was one of the singles from that and that thing that thing blew me away man i was like because at first I heard the song and I'm like, okay, you know, this is, this kicks some ass. What is this? This is nice. It's fucking heavy as shit. And, you know, I, I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. They, this Devil's Wear, Devil's Wear Prada. I was like, I, people were telling me they've gone soft now. And um, I looked like at the description and it was like Z2. And I was like, wait a minute, Z2. Clicked it, looked it up. I was like, holy fuck, they made a zombie EP too. So naturally, I went to iTunes and I fucking bought it. Didn't even hear any other out. Only heard Forlorn, and I purchased the song. I purchased the album, and I took a gigantic risk with that because I did not know what they were gonna incorporate into that EP. And holy crap, it was amazing. And don't get me wrong, because people have been giving them shit because of them going clean, but it's like at the same time a few songs from the first zombie EP have clean vocals and they are really good like I mean I'm just gonna jump back to revive I mean revive itself the ending is nothing but clean vocals and it's so fucking good like it just it just baffles me how people how people can just judge the music based on what style they want to go with now and it's like look at the same time, this is the band that you grew up listening to. So give them some type of credit. You know, they could, they've pulled this off. And as much as you hate to admit it, you don't always need screaming and songs for it to be good in, the, in that genre. I mean, I can tell you, I, at a younger version of me would have definitely complained and bitched and moaned about it and been like, you know, well, fuck it, I'm going to not listen to them anymore, blah, blah, blah. Which... I used to do with some bands. Um, I sound like a hypocrite <laughs> because I just judged Asking Alexandria on that exact same thing. For me, though, I feel like with Asking Alexandria doing this, I feel like they've tried to go more mainstream because they started out with Stand Up and Scream, and that was a phenomenal album. And what worked for them, to me, what worked for them was the heaviness of the music, the the aggressiveness and the screams that they put, and Danny's fantastic projection with the messages in those songs. Um, and like, I just feel like now with whatever the fuck song I heard, the anti-socialist or some shit, where they're all dressed like fucking hipsters, and I, it's just not for me. That's all. Like that's what I'm gonna say about it. Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and try to trash them, cause you know I 
I still have a bunch of their albums purchased from, you know, the older days when they were heavy. So I can't even trash them like they're a shit band. It's just they've they've taken a turn and it's just not for me. That's that's probably the best thing to say. It's just not for me, you know. Um, I'm not into the whole mainstream current playing on the radio type of music. I mean, there, get me wrong, there are a few songs I like, yes, but when it comes to a band that used to be, what, what would you call it, underground? Most post-hardcore bands are considered underground for some reason, but like for a band that was categorized as that, it's kind of hard to listen to Stand Up and Scream and then go to their self-titled album or even... I don't even know what fucking albums they have. I have not been following them in a while, so I don't even know what the fuck they're doing now. But, like, to go to that fucking anti-socialist song, it's just like, what are you doing? You guys have, like, Thanos snapped your fucking fan base out of existence. I mean, I get it. You're creating a whole new fan base. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course. You know, a lot of artists do it. And, I mean, more power to you if that's... I mean, it, it... good on you for seeing that you need to change with the times you need to adapt and evolve and you know i I get that i get that people do that i get that bands want to do that um but like i don't know i don't know because i just feel like i've lost them i just feel like i've lost interest in them altogether because of the new stuff they're putting out and like i just don't look forward to anything else like i hear they have an album called see what's on the inside coming out october 1st actually the same day as uh, venom let there be carnage which i'll probably be watching that instead of listening to the fucking album let's be real but like it's just it's just interesting it's like whenever whenever a band does that when they change their sound it's it's always a hit or a miss especially when i'm listening to it because to me I feel like if you started with that sound, that's what I, when I go into it listening, when I go in to listen to it, I feel like that's what my mind expects it to sound like is what they, you know, like I expect the growls and the heaviness and the riffs and everything else, which like, I don't want to make this, I don't want, I don't want me to sound like I'm coming off judgy or anything because at the end of the day they're fucking popular they're making money off of this they're doing what they love and you know a nobody like me is not gonna be able to you know it's not my word doesn't matter to somebody as big as them but you know from a fan perspective i gotta say it kind of looks like they're going mainstream and again unpopular opinion but to me it feels like that's what they're trying to do and I'm not with that whole thing. Like, I just... Because nowadays, if I hear any fucking song on the radio... Because normally when I'm in the car, I play my music. You know, I have my music blasting. New and old music, I just have it blasting. And I don't really listen to radio too much these days. Like, when I'm in the car with my wife, I'll listen to radio because she likes some of the songs that are out today. And, you know, listening to that, sh- to that stuff, it's like... I don't know, man. I don't know what's happened. I don't know. A lot of it's, it, it all sounds the same to me, and it's crazy. Of course, an argument can be made about screamo or post-hardcore music. Like, a lot of people can say that, too. Like, I mean, and I agree some of those bands sound the same, which, you know, is fair. It's a fair point. 
but like I feel like they all have the same message they're all like we're partying we're trying to dismantle the establishment we're trying to I don't know I don't even fucking know it's hard to even describe because of how much I just do not listen to it or do I just tune it out when I'm listening to it in the car because she'll have on something from like fucking Justin Bieber or some shit and I'm like I just I can't do it man I can't get into it I don't know it's crazy can't do it it's not for me not for me at all and you know of course working somewhere like corporate radios always play the same shit so of course that drives me crazy because it's like you know I just wish I could go in there and plug in my phone and just be like just play some play some something else man play something play something that people have put their heart and soul into and they're not just trying to get a paycheck and go home and another unpopular opinion but that's what i feel like a lot of musicians do nowadays i just feel like they're they show up to the studio they record whatever the fuck the label wants them to record and then they go home and they get a check and i'm like you know it's not cool man it's not cool And it, I don't know, it just drives me crazy when I hear shit because it's like they either use the same fucking poppy techno beat, they'll say the same exact things in the songs, they'll, they'll, they all have the same exact chorus, the fucking vocals all sound the same, and it, it's just, to me, it just baffles me. It's like, dude, people are still bumping this stuff, people are still making these guys rich, and it's like, a lot don't get me wrong some of them have talent a a good amount of them do have some talent okay but like i just don't think there are there are a handful that i can select that i agree have talent that have popular songs on the radio and there are a handful uh two handfuls of artists nowadays that i don't think have talent i that's just me that's just me, you know, I'm not saying every song on the radio is trash, I'm not saying, you know, uh, no, none of that, I'm just saying, like, to me, I don't think a lot of these people have talent, and because every song is auto-tuned, every song I hear is fucking auto-tuned, and I just, I'm not for that, and that's, um, that's the main reason why I stay away from a lot of it, because it's all the same generic shit that they've been pumping out for a long time and I'm just kind of sick of it you know I just wish that like I I wish that I could turn on the radio and hear fucking Devil Wears Prada or I wish I could hear like fucking Epica or Nightwish or Serenia or Elysion Leaves Eyes yeah I, I wish that I could hear a lot of those bands being played on the radio I mean, I get it, I can get the satellite radio and hear it on there, but I mean, like, normal radio, where I don't have to pay for a fucking subscription to satellite radio, I mean, like, I could turn it on and hear one of these fucking radio stations play something like that, you know, some of the more interesting types of music, um, it, it, it just, it just baffles me when I think about it, it's crazy, um, but jumping back to, to asking Alexandria really quick, I'm going to go on a little tangent here for this one because I just feel like there's a lot for this. So, I started out with Stand Up and Scream, which came out in 2009. And Stand Up and Scream, from track 1 all the way to track 13, 
just fucking phenomenal in my opinion, okay, um, I felt like nothing could touch anything else, like, I feel like that entire album was just flawless in my opinion, and, you know, and then we get the follow-up of Stepped Up and Scratched, which was, which was actually a remix of all of their popular songs, actually, no, I'm sorry, I was wrong about that, we get Reckless and Relentless, and that one, that was a really good album as well, um, uh, there are some songs that I really kind of forgotten about because they weren't that important, um, honestly, the only one that really stands out to me was To The Stage, and that was because that whole little short film that they did for the music video about Danny getting involved with a woman, and she drugs him, and, you know, this whole big thing, um, so I thought, I mean, I, th- I just thought it was cool how they, how they delivered that whole thing, and, you know, that got me excited for more releases from that band, and I was really looking forward to a lot of the things that they put out, uh, and they did put out the remix, which I talked about earlier, which was Stepped Up and Scratched, and that one I ended up buying at a Hot Topic, and I gotta say, that one was phenomenal, too, um, and normally I'm not a guy for post-hardcore bands doing remixes and dubstep shit, but, like, that was great. They did it well. They, I don't, it, it's hard to explain how well they did it. it. Just go listen to it and tell me what you think, you know? Um, but to me, I think they, I think they did something special with that album. Well, that remix album project, I should call it, because I don't consider it a part of their discography. I just consider it like a, like a filler type of thing until they put out their next project. Um, then they did the Life Gone Wild EP, which I also bought at a Hot Topic, funny enough. Um, and that one was really good. And that one actually, to me, introduced, like, that showed me what they could do vocally. So, for them to go to the change of clean vocals, which at first I did respect because I was like, alright, look these guys have been screaming for some odd years now and they probably wanted a break you know they probably wanted to do stuff a different way so they mixed it up and they did you know they did life gone wild and life gone wild was really good definitely one of my favorite cleaner albums from them um and they even did a a a clean cover of i was once possibly maybe perhaps a cowboy and they did that so well I just, I was like, all right, nothing can go wrong with them. I was like, they, they hit every single time. And then, then they hit us with, what was it called? Uh, it wasn't their self-titled. It was, oh boy. I really should have referred to the internet for this stuff. I'm just thinking off the top of my head right now. Uh, What did they hit us with? What was that thing called? From Death to Destiny. That's what it was called. They hit us with that. And I think that was 2013 when they put that one out. And that one... Mm. Okay, so... Clearly... Clearly, I have my favorite songs from that album because that was also another album that I did purchase uh, physical and I purchased a digital copy of. 
because at the time I was still excited for their releases and I guess like any album they put out I would just instantly pre-order without even hearing anything from um, and so you know I purchased it and I really like I played it and I was like okay let me give this thing a try um, you got track one which is don't pray for me it was different I liked it well, at the time at least I liked it um, I was like, okay, you guys are, you guys are changing it up, I get, I get it, I'm, I'm, I'm with the change, I like it, it's not bad, um, and then, you know, you got Killing You, which, different, of course, the death of me, different, then you get Run Free, and you get a four minute and, yeah, a four minute and, what, what was the duration of that song, four minute and ten seconds, I think? four minute and ten second song and it starts off so fucking badass and heavy that I was like all right this thing kicks some ass this is definitely gonna be my favorite song I can tell already off a whim and you get you start off with them screaming with Danny screaming and Danny just switches in the chorus to clean and it works he incorporates it so well he projects it so well he immediately switches it up and the message of the song basically well i don't i've always interpreted the message as we're evolving we're changing our sound you know you got to open your mind to a new world and i was with that too i was like you know what i've mad respect for this because that's true you got to you, you can't keep staying in the same state of mind you always have to change and evolve your mindset when when it comes to music like this you have to expect change you have to either grow or walk away from from what what they're currently doing so when i heard that chorus i was like dude this shit hits hard this is this is definitely a banger right here because of the message alone is enough to make this a great song hands down fantastic song off of that album and definitely one that I remember because of that and then you know the other songs are they're okay they're you know it's a change it's a it's an evolving album so they're okay I, I mean I, I go back to them constantly because some of them are pretty good um another song that I remember is White Line Fever that thing boy oh boy that thing kicks some ass <laughs> definitely another memorable song from this album and pretty much i feel like i only go to those two songs when listening to asking alexandria from death to destiny i feel like i only go back to those two because of the experiences that i've had with those two songs in particular like i feel like those two alone were to me what made me see change and and music like this it just opened my eyes to to the possibilities of what change could sound like for a band like Asking Alexandria. Somebody who started out super heavy and did not have any clean vocals. Actually, no, 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 that's wrong. They did have clean vocals in a lot of their songs. I shouldn't even say that. They did introduce us to clean vocals. It just... I don't know, I can't explain it. They had clean vocals, so I can't even say that. They started off with clean vocals because... Um, Stand Up and Scream had some clean stuff in it. Not like the entire song clean, but a lot of 
a lot of the parts in a lot of their song a lot of the heavier songs would would introduce clean vocals so it's not even like they didn't know how to do it or didn't know how to incorporate it it was just not as common to me for them to introduce something like that so you know definitely definitely something that definitely something that I was really interested in at the time I was really all four bands doing this because of because of the few albums that Asking Alexandria had put out because they were taking that big risk and trying to to see how it would go um and then so after From Death to Destiny I'm thinking all right I'm expecting the next album to be different I'm expecting it to be you know, I'm expecting it to sort of change because that's what basically they were saying. Like, hey, we're evolving. Open your mind to it. Kind of expect it. Um, and then Danny, Danny Warsnap departs from the band. I might have my timeline here a little jacked up, so forgive me. I'm not too clear on it. I haven't thought about this topic in a while. I just decided to throw it into this podcast episode. Um, but then... I believe he, that was when he departed, and they ended up with Dennis, and ended up making one of my, one of my favorite, favorite albums, like Stand Up and Scream is a classic, and that is definitely my all-time favorite album from them, but this, this album that they made with Dennis definitely, is definitely up there with my favorites from them as well, and this one is called The Black. This one came out in 2016, and man, the a lot of the messages on this album were basically just Ben Bruce being so fucking hurt that Danny left the band, and like, I believe in some interviews, he would even say like, you know, during them recording new stuff, when they were making music with Danny still, um, that, you know, Ben would write something heavy, and Danny would just kind of shit on it and be like, oh, well, it sounds like shit, blah, blah, blah. We're kind of not doing that anymore. So I feel like for me, that was him kind of saying, like, from death to destiny, most of the songs being clean was kind of Danny wanting to do that stuff and not really us. Like, we didn't put up a fight about it, but we didn't really want to do it. Um, so... And, you, you know, getting that information out of this album, I felt like, okay, well, you know, you can kind of forgive them if you were mad about it. I can't, I mean, I can't even say that everybody was mad because I don't know if everybody was mad. I know a handful of people who were mad, but the vast majority, I could assume, were pretty happy with how everything turned out, which, you know, that's that's how it is in life. People don't always see eye to eye, which is fine. Um, but... To me, I felt like The Black was Ben Bruce basically saying like, hey Danny, we're still friends, but fuck you for leaving, basically, is what it sounded like to me. And I was just like, okay, so Danny left the band. None of the guys were happy about that. Even with Danny shitting on their input into the music, they still respected this guy they were still all really good friends i mean they all started the fucking band together and he just kind of pooped on the whole idea of anything heavy that they would push out to him so at the end of the day it's just kind of a 
creative difference with the singer and the rest of the band, which is, you know, that happens as well. Um, so they meet Dennis Stoff, um, which he is Ukrainian, I believe. He is from the UK. And the Ukraine, sorry. Jeez. And um, then they make the black, and the black, hands down, one of the best things that they have ever done, other than stand up and scream. The black was definitely something, the best, one of the best things they've done. Because a lot of the fans who complained about them going clean and everything else, I feel like it brought hope to them. It was like, okay, Ask Alexandria is back. The boys are back. They're making heavy music again. Their their vocals aren't super clean, completely. Um, there are there's a lot of emotional stuff that went into the album, of course. And Ben Bruce projecting basically his feelings and thoughts on Danny departing into some of the songs, um, which I I mean I absolutely love, because a, a good majority of the songs are about Danny sub, you know departing from the band and Ben's feelings on him his departure, and I I just I just really enjoyed that and the message, so I think that that was pretty cool and powerful. There's a lot of th- bangers on this thing too, as well. Like I won't give in is good. The black is good. Sometimes it ends is good. Uh, just a slave to rock and roll. You know, gone, undivided, and circled by wolves. Uh, and there's just there's so many good songs on this track. Oh, and Let It Sleep is also really good too. That one, that one for me was my summer jam. Like that was definitely the one that I I played the most when I was at like the beach or you know, doing anything with friends, I feel like that was the one that I had playing the most because it just, I don't know, it just, it was just something that stuck with me when the album came out, and I was extremely excited when I saw that they had a new singer, and I heard the first single, I Won't Give In, when I heard that thing, I was like, alright, I'm gonna pre-order this album, and as they put singles out, I'm going to listen to them, I'm going to analyze these singles, and I'm going to base my opinion on the singles, which I think you're not supposed to do when this type of thing, but I did it, and let me tell you, my entire expectation for this album was met, because I was like, I wanted them to go back to what they started as. And I wanted to see how Dennis could incorporate into the band correctly. Like, I wanted to see how he could fit with them. And I think it was a perfect fit. Musically, of course. Um, and, you know, and me thinking the boys are back. The boys are going strong now. They got a new singer. They've got, they've gone back to their roots. They've sort of answered a lot of people's prayers with returning to the hardcore sound and leaving that soft crap in the past I really thought that this was like the peak for them I was like alright there's nowhere to go but up for you guys you guys got a new singer you guys are doing way better you guys have addressed that you're upset with Danny leaving and you're kind of dealing with it in your own way so I thought hey this is therapy <laughs> and you know for a while I was I was I was loving it I was playing the album I was bragging to people like yeah man the, they look they sucked for a while because well, people did think they sucked I don't agree with that with the whole from death to destiny thing I don't agree but a lot of people did think they sucked and then 
then Dennis departs. He departs the band. He didn't even say anything to them. He just fucking left out of nowhere. Which really sucked because it was like, you guys were, you were doing so good. You guys had everything down. You got your fans back. You got, you got your sound back. You guys were doing good. And then he departs, doesn't say anything to them. Just leaves without a trace. And then it, it, it was just, a lot of it was them not wanting to even carry on because of that. Which I was like, well, I mean, you guys will be fine without Dennis. You can just find a new singer, which I guess wasn't the case. So in 2017, they decided to put out their self-titled Asking Alexandria. And I'm going to tell you, the first news that I was met with was Danny returning to Asking Alexandria. So I don't know if I mentioned this. Danny departed Asking Alexandria and started his own band called We Are Harlot. I have not heard anything from them. I didn't want to. When I saw Danny Warsnop was involved, I just kind of was like, all right, well, I'm going to skip this entirely. So I didn't even look into the band. I just I just ignored it altogether because I, I just did. I knew I wasn't going to like what they put out. And I think he also put out a country album, if I'm not mistaken. He put out a solo album and I think it was country. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. I didn't care for it. Um, so, you know, I was like, all right, well, Danny's back, I guess. Um, there's either two things that can happen here. One, they can go back to what they used to be. They can go back to the stand-up and scream era and just kind of put out some heavy shit, some distorted vocals, things like that. They could put out some really, really heavy stuff. Or they could change entirely and put out nothing but soft radio crap and sure enough sure fucking enough it was all it was all radio crap that they put out with this new album and I well with with the album that they put out at the time and I and I just I listened to it and I was like you know what man I think I'm done with this band I think I'm done with them and like every single every other release that they've put out from since then i just didn't i was like yeah y'all have gone to shit man it sucks y'all are just y'all have ruined everything that y'all have built and i just the new fans that you attract aren't i don't know this wasn't for me i was like i couldn't even imagine what their shows would look like now what people attend i don't i don't picture the same type of people even being there anymore i just picture a lot of fucking hipsters and I don't know. I don't know, man. Just not my thing, you know? So, ever since then, I just kind of skipped what they put out. I've just been skipping their releases. I was like, I don't really give a shit anymore. Um, y'all just kind of... Y'all just kind of ruined it for me. I don't see y'all as what I used to see you as when I was younger. I just kind of see you guys as a, as a band who will do anything to make the lead singer happy. Because some, some, something tells me that they did not even want to turn into that. I feel like they didn't want to go in that direction, but I think they wanted Danny back so bad that they were just willing to compromise and was like, you know what, fine, we'll do whatever poppy garbage you want. I don't know. Stupid. 
Well, that was my little rant on Asking Alexandria and why I think they're bad now. Okay, I shouldn't say bad. Why I don't listen to them anymore. I like to be fair in these situations. I like to analyze the subject. I like to understand why I don't like it. Because for me to just say, oh, well, I don't like it, it sucks, is not really an excuse or an answer. It's just kind of me going along with the majority. It's just me saying that because I hear other people say it, and that's not true at all. Sorry, a yawn crept up on me, and I want to yawn into the mic. Apologies, my friends. Um, But I was saying... You know, I didn't want to, like, if I'm going to not like something, I'm going to, I'm going to explain why I don't like it. I'm not going to say, oh, well, it's just bad. I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to tell you why I, why I just, just why I don't like it. Only if I'm asked. I'm not going to go on the internet and just start posting random shit like, this sucks or blah, 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 or I hate it. You know, it's my choice to just not listen to it, and that's what I do. I just don't listen to it. I see them put out a new song, I skip it, or I turn off notifications. I'm like, I don't want to. I unsubbed from the YouTube channel. I un, you know, I took all. I didn't take it. I kept all the old stuff in my playlist. Like I still listen to their old stuff quite frequently, actually. So I, I, I still listen to the old stuff, and I still like who they used to be and what they used to make. And I still respect them for what they put out. I just don't like what they're doing now. And, you know, it kind of sucks because it's like, this was a band that I essentially grew up listening to. Like, a lot of my ups and downs were based on Stand Up and Scream because I would put it on when I was in a very good mood. And then there were songs that I would put on specifically when I was in a bad mood. So kind of that whole thing where it was like I kind of based my emotions essentially on that album (laughs) which is kind of cringy but I was a high schooler a lot of high schoolers are cringy that's just how it is but of course that wasn't the only type of music I was listening to of course I was into symphonic metal I was into heavier metal um, death metal black metal I was I was into it all man and one band that I particularly essentially started with in this genre was Epica. And Epica, for me, has been has been just all hits. I felt, to me, I felt like they could do no wrong. And I still feel like that. I mean, I honestly have not been disappointed with anything they've put out. You know, um, and they've put out an album in this year, actually, um, 2021, called Omega. And, oh, God, so good. So fucking good. And this just shows you that a band with talent, like talented musicians within a band that actually put their heart and soul into a project, fucking works. And with this thing, I just gotta say, man, this band, they, to me, they can do no wrong. Like, Omega, hands down, masterpiece. And of course, you know, it's not my favorite album. It's a really good album. Really, really good. But not my favorite. My favorite being Design Your Universe. 
which came out in 2009 as well. So, you know, I'm over there flip-flopping between Asking Alexandria and Epica's Designer Universe because that was just a phenomenal album and it's just unlike anything else that I've heard from music at the time because a lot of the people that I hung out with didn't know of these types of bands. They only knew, like, you know, the populars of Mice and Man, Sleeping With Sirens, Memphis Mayfire, those types of bands. They weren't really like, hey, you guys hear that new Nightwish song? Hey, you guys hear that new Epica song? Or hey, you guys hear that Serenia? To me, those are, the, my, those are my symphonic big threes if you guys hadn't put, put that together yet. Um, so, Design Your Universe definitely being one of my favorite songs, or one of my favorite albums, and also it's a really good song as well on the album. So, for me, waiting for Epica releases has been an event because I've always, I've never been disappointed with an Epica album, and I hope I'm not jinxing that. I me mean, knock on some wood here. <laughs> never been disappointed with an Epica album for the simple fact that they're they collaborate with classical musicians, they have orchestras, they have symphonies play for them on album, on songs they even had a choir play with them on a few songs and just, it's just it's just magical, it's a very magical moment when I hear an Epica song because I, I can I can hear the work and the, the the hard work and the sweat and the tears and the joy and the, the fun that has just been put into an epic song, an epic album, and it's just fantastic. It's a great listen. A lot of like every album that they put out is a great listen, and I've I've gone to I've gotten to the part where I've I've gotten to the point where I've just been listening to everything they've ever made the simple fact that they are one of my favorite bands of all time um, and with this album Omega just they've they've fucking done it man they've I, what I like is that they're one of the members in the band um, they have this song called Kingdom of Heaven and they made it into a three part three part song and they featured it across various albums. So they'll have part one on another album, and then they'll have part two on another album. And on Omega, they have part three. And this song alone is its, its own masterpiece. You can you can hear the conclusion of this with this song. Like you can just hear them wrapping up this beautiful story that they've painted for us over the years in this song and it, it, I, I can tell you it's got me excited for more Epica releases like I'm, I'm currently waiting on the next thing that they do and Omega is still fairly new you know granted it came out in February and I'm still waiting on the next album they do have Omega Alive which I think is a live version of you know a, a live version of Omega I gotta say, actually, I mean, because I, I think they've been, I think sometimes they'll do that, they'll do a live album, or they'll do like a, a an acoustic version of one of their albums, like, um, they did a Design Your Universe Gold edition, and 
the the entire last half of the album is just nothing but acoustic songs of the Design Your Universe album and they are amazing like they, it just proves that they could do any type of music and I'll just love it and like seeing them live was a treat on its own you know there was a fight at the show of course um I don't even know what it was about. I just remember hearing two guys like arguing and then they were punching each other in like the mosh pit or something. It was kind of funny. And like Epica stops and looks at them and they just play again. And I was like, there we go. Those are my boys and Simone. <laughs> um, also, man, what else about listening to? God, there's so much that I'm listening to. Oh boy. Um, so we've got Epica. I've been listening to Tulip, um, Bo Burnham. <laughs> Funnily enough, um, I've been listening to Little Dicky, which uh, is definitely a complete shift from everything else I've been talking about. But like, I just got into him. I mean, I know he's been out for a while. Like his last album was 2015, I believe, or his only album that came out in 2015. But I've been listening to him for a while. He's a he's a really funny dude, and I've been watching the TV show Dave, which is on FX on Hulu. Um, gotta say that show is a masterpiece on its own. I just feel like just, I just think it's funny that you know I've gone on on and on about all this rock stuff, and then I just jump into Little Dicky, which is hilarious in its own because it's like. Of all the artists that you could name right now, you name him, and it, it's just funny. But Dave, Dave is funny. I like him. He's a cool guy. I would love to meet him someday. Hell, I'd love to have him as a guest on here. That'd be cool. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck we talk about, but I just know he'd make it fun. Um. Oh boy, what else? There's I've been listening to a lot of music. Um. Yeah, and you know, I used to love the whole um, of Monsters and Men and Mumford and Sons and the Lumineers and that type of vibe. I used to love that stuff. I mean, I still, I still like it to be honest. I just don't. I was in love with it more when I was younger because it was chill music. It was something I could put on when I'm like hanging out with friends and we have like a nice chill song in the background and we're either playing video games or we're absolutely nothing and it was still just really fun to do so like I definitely have respect for those bands and still listen to them to this day so what can I say I like to mix it up every once in a while with the the music that I listen to but I always end up going back to heavier heavy heavy metal and post-hardcore and stuff like that so I always end up back at that genre so it never really dies for me it's just I'm not like because I'm not into a lot of the pop out today I'm not into rap I'm not into hip-hop anything like that other than of course little Dicky you know like stuff like that but like I like music that doesn't take itself seriously in those genres because I feel like a lot of pop artists and rappers these days take themselves way too seriously and it's just it to me it's cringy it's like dude no 
there's no fucking way anything you're saying in this song is true you can present yourself however the fuck you want we all know at the end of the day you are not like this and i i don't know i don't know man i (laughs) find myself rambling about a lot of things but i just feel like there is some truth to that one you know it's crazy yeah, I mean, that's, you know, for, I guess for, for music, that's pretty much what I've been listening to a lot of, um, and, and, and the sort of popular genres. I'm so sorry, my mic fell, I hope that didn't, (laughs) I hope that didn't blow out anybody's eardrums, if it did, I apologize 100%, I might put a warning to turn your volume down at this point, so we'll see about that um yeah so i guess that'll wrap up this episode um i i feel like this one was kind of short and simple um the next episodes of course will will be longer and will feature more different topics i just really really was passionate about this subject today because i just have been thinking about like all this music and stuff and I was like you know what I want to discuss all of this I want to talk about it because it it lives in my head for a long time and I never express it to anyone so I just I just thought that I would do that today um I'm hoping that episode three will have a guest I'm currently talking to a few people who seem like they're interested but I'm not too sure yet but I will definitely let everybody know if there is a guest coming because i want to start featuring some guests on these episodes so you know this one will be on the shorter side but um but just bear with me these will get longer and um i'm hoping to start working on the maritime podcast some more uh, as far as getting together with my co-host and trying to get some stuff filmed and recorded for that so I'm going to be busy for a while doing this stuff, but I'm going to find time to do at least the Don Talks podcast because this is kind of a free thing that I can do. So um, I will let everybody let everybody know that I am excited to, to be doing these podcast episodes, even if they don't blow up or people barely hear them. The fact that I found a way to just sit down and make a podcast is kind of cool to me. So... I do hope you enjoy listening, and I hope that you find my voice soothing. Um, I hope that I haven't put you to sleep in a bad way. I hope that this is just something you turn on to go to sleep because it's relaxing. But anyways, with that being said, I am Donovan Young. I've been your host for the Don Talks podcast, and I will see you next time. Take care and enjoy.